Good morning and welcome to Zambia Box Talk Radio. It is Saturday, March the 16th. Um, the year is quickly fading away as we watch it go away, go away, go away. It's uh, 8.03 in Dallas, Central Standard Time, 9.03 on the East Coast. I believe it's 2 p.m., is it 1 or 2 p.m. in England? Let's see, Matilda, what time is it in London? 1 p.m. in England. And it's 3 or 1,500 hours in Zambia. 9 p.m. in Western Australia and all those. Ones. Yes, Matilda? Oh, good morning. I thought you were asking me to verify the time in London. <laughs> yes, I, was, I went to my world clock here, but I have it on my phone. I've set it up in such a way that... Um, I can look at all the what do you call it? The all world the, time. The world clock. The world clock. I have mm-hmm. a world clock on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I just look at it, and uh, it's 4 p.m. in Moscow, 9 p.m. in Perth, Australia. It's 5 p.m. in Dubai. Since uh, people are going to Dubai, so let's mention Dubai. <laughs> That's I've true. never been there. That's true. Yeah, I told you that I'm going to go Zambia. Hi, Bella. Good morning, Nathan. It's good to, have, to be on the radio today. Good morning, Bella. Good. I can see your phone is back. The 816 is back. What happened? Did they send you another phone? Another handset? <laughs> no, the same phone. They actually fixed it. There was a problem with uh, charging. And I mm-hmm. hope that problem has been resolved. You know, I'm seeing some issues already, but you know what? I'm not going to complain. I'm glad to have my phone back. It's good to be fully okay. functioning. Okay, that's good. Because if you complain, it doesn't really do anything. Hi, Bella. How's Atlanta today? Uh, Atlanta as well. How are you today, Dallas? Mm, it's cold. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's cold. It's cold here. Mm-hmm. Um, today we have uh, two, three things we're going to do. Okay, and uh, one we're talking to Noah Ndogu. He is the president of the Zambian Associations Network of the United States. This is the coming together of all associations the leaders, the presidents of all the organizations. So Noah is going to give us a conversation uh, about that. Then you all need to remember that uh, this year is Zambia Block Talk Radio's uh, 10th anniversary. So we're having 
a celebration vis-a-vis stroke uh, business conference in Dallas, Texas, September 13th to the 14th. You will need to register to, this is a, a pay, uh, a, a, an event that you, you need to, to, to register to participate. Uh, go to our website, www.zbtr.org. That's very easy. That's very, very easy to remember. We decided to, to change the website to that. So our theme is harnessing the African diaspora's potential, investment, mentorship, entrepreneurship, and accountability. We expect you to come and let's have a good time and talk about some things and reflect on the past 10 years, not only as under Block Talk Radio, but where the community has come from, has been, and where we are going. Uh, for instance, like uh, uh, our colleagues that will be talking to this morning, this is a great development. There were no such things 10 years ago, Bell, as Zambian Associations Network. Zambians were, were, were considered to be the most fragmented diaspora community in the United States. But it's good to see what is happening and all these things that are going on. So we want to encourage you guys to come. We expect, we're expecting delegates from Zambia, Europe, let me just say around the world. So welcome September 13th to the 14th. Go to our website, zbtr.org, and register the special early bed registration ends this month, March 31st, and then the registration will go up to $55, only $55, okay? So the other important thing that I want us to talk about is concerning our friend and our brother before we start talking to to Noah here. Um, Mr. Chisebwe, as you may all be aware, has been in hospital since January the 22nd, almost three months in the next few days. Well, the good report is that Daniel had a successful surgery transplant on Thursday, I believe. Wednesday night going into Thursday. Is that right, Matilda? Am I getting my facts here right? Or is Dr. Monsanto yes. here to give me the correct Wednesday, information? Wednesday into Thursday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday into Thursday, it was eight, nine hours surgery, something like that. And uh, Daniel is doing okay. He's recuperating. And uh, those surgeries, I'm told, can be excruciating. It, it was about eight, nine hours, something like that. I think they took him into surgery around 10 p.m., 11, and they came out at 6, 7 a.m., so that was quite long. So we are very grateful for everybody who participated in contributing, in visiting Daniel, in just encouraging him in various ways. Uh, We had people flying from across the states just to see Daniel. He's a good guy. He's part of our team. And I've told him that... uh, I'm looking forward to him getting better, and he's going to be in Dallas for the 10th anniversary celebration. He will get through this, and he's going to join us, okay? So that is where uh, things stand here. All right, Dr. Patrick, good morning. Good morning, Patrick, my Munchan. brother. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> My nephew, don't put the man on, it, on an examination. He just enrolled into Bemba 101. <laughs> I can uh, handle it. 
That that's the way. That's the only way you can learn faster. It's put him on the spot. <laughs> he he should right. get it back with his fellow student Rodney. Rodney already knows the the answer. He's got the leakage. <laughs> oh, he's got the answer because he lives with a Bemba woman. That's why. <laughs> so I'm sure once in a while you answer in in, in Bemba, right? When you're having conversations I, about things. I'm so- Speaking in English, I used to strain myself to try and say something and I can't remember. I can't express it exactly in English, so I'll just say it in Bemba. So he's, he's gotten used to that. No, okay. That's good. That's good. <coughs> Dr. Pat, what's going on? Uh, how are the Dallas preparations going? What should we expect? Um, you should expect... <coughs> we should... You should expect a good turnout, uh, an mm-hmm. enthusiastic crowd, uh, a, a mixture of not only brothers and sisters from the Zambian diaspora and from Zambia, but brothers and sisters from the diaspora at large. Mm, I like turnout, that. And, and we're going to be enthusiastic in our, our training. Because all conferences okay. are not training conferences, but Zambia Block Talk Radio Anniversary will be and is a training conference. So we're exactly. going to walk away with we're going to walk away with food for our minds and food for our souls and food for our stomachs. Mm, that's good. That's good. We're looking forward to that time, our time together, and just to. Streamline some things. Uh, just to let everybody know, we've been talking about this for those that uh, regularly uh, participate. Is that the ambassador, Zambia's ambassador to the U.S., is our guest of honor and keynote speaker. Here's the thing: he has made it clear to me that he's not just coming to speak or to make a speech. He's going to participate in the daily in the business day deliberations because the idea is that we want to give him a a document or a message to take to the government so that the, we engage and participate and see where so that they can hear from us and see where things stand and where we have to go with these things. So that's 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 where we 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 we, we need to go. Thanks for that update Dr. Pat. And everybody else. Yes. So please go to the website, www.btr.org. Uh, could I, could I yes, add go one, ahead. More, one more thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. The, one more thing is the document that mm-hmm. we're going to provide to our brother ambassador is a a document, a working document, and where yes. that we're requesting that we work with our brothers and sisters in Zambia. And and we're mm-hmm. asking them to allow us to work with them. Uh this is it's not a demanding document. It's it's a mm-hmm. document of friendship looking to help where and whenever we're we're called upon. So it's a, yeah. a family document. And this is a family reunion. Uh yes, family reunions are usually for for very few people. But this family reunion is for the diaspora and 
the diaspora at large and mm. out of Zambia. Exactly. Yes, because we're expecting uh, quite a delegation from Zambia to come and join us, and uh, we are working uh, on on those things. Okay, well, I think we're ready for Noah now. Katos, uh, good morning. Good morning, sir. How is New York? <laughs> it's, it's spring is approaching, so the weather is friendly. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I think let's. Let's begin our discussion with Noah now. We we should be we we are ready. Okay, everybody. I do so on social media and uh, we we put it out there on our on all the pages that we have everything to do with social media. Uh, our leaders, the presidents of the associations in the United States, have come up with a networking group. They are calling Zambian Associations Network of the United States. VDN. U.S. Okay, and they they decided to do this, and so I thought that we should. Uh, this is part of the networking system and getting us all together. It's good because ten years ago when Zambia Block Talk Radio started, we even the associations were there. People in the associations were barely getting along. So this is a a, a good development. So the president is here with us, Noan Jovu. And he's the president also of the Indiana Association of Zambians. Noah is also an author. At the end of this, we shall probably talk about the new book that he has written, The Sons of Noah. Noah, good morning, and thanks for joining us. Good morning, and thank you for the invitation. And good morning, everyone. Excellent, excellent. It's been a while we had your wonderful voice. Uh, let me begin by asking this, Noah. How many Zambian associations do we have in the United States? Again, thank you for the invitation. And it's a, it's a little chilly up here in Indy, but I'm sure it will warm up. So we are uh-huh. hoping for a, a beautiful day. Again, I'm just glad to be on this program. And just Excellent. to... To explain why I have I've been sort of in the lab briefly trying to work on a few projects in the background, but I've, I I know I've missed the show, but I I was just busy with other uh, national duties and other just events that I was working on. But yeah, to answer mm. your question, we have over seventeen states represented under Zanus, and of course Zanus the name may sound a little funny but it's Zambian Association Network in America. So we opted to go with the U.S. instead of America because we didn't want to create confusion on, because there are two types of America. There's the North and then there's the South. So this is why we went with the United States, but it's the associations of Zambians in in in, in America or the United States. But we have over 17 states represented and the states represented include states like Arizona, of course, Indiana. We have Connecticut. We have Maryland, Virginia, Illinois, Georgia, North and South Carolina, Florida, Dallas, Texas, because in Texas there are two associations. So there is the one in Dallas, and then there's a, the other one in Houston. And we have Pennsylvania. We have New York. We have New Jersey. Mm. We have Boston, Massachusetts. We have Maine. Yeah, so we have a, 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 
a good number of states. And these states, because it's not in all the states that there's a Zambian association. For instance, in the state of Kentucky and the state uh -huh. of Ohio and Michigan, they do not have associations. So these okay. are the states where we are aware of that they have the associations and we reached out to them. Excellent. So what, 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 was the, what was that one thing that brought the association leaders together or the presidents together? I mean, uh, I mean wh where, where did this idea come from? What, what somebody might say, we have so many Zambian organizations, do we need another one? So what was that one thing that brought you guys together? Yeah, th thank you for that question. Yeah, so ideally... We have seen a number of challenges that uh, a number of uh, associations face from time to time. I think funerals mm. is one of the major ones. So if I can go back in time, in 2015, right here yes. in Indiana, we had a funeral. And I think fast forward, by the end of 2015, there were, I think across the country, there were 18 funerals. 18 Zambians oh. died in 20, 2015, which was a lot. And the following year, 2016, there were, uh, I think, 16 funerals. So at the time in 2015 when we were having those challenges because we didn't know how to coordinate ourselves, how to arrange and prepare things. So what we did is I actually reached out at the time to the then president of the state of Illinois, which was, okay. I think, Madam Helen, and also the president of the association, because in, in New York there are two associations, so I reached out to the gentleman in, in New York. I think they go by TAS, and oh. or I think they, it's either TAS or the Zambian family. But, yeah, I reached out to Mr. President Ernest Masheke at the time in 2015, and we were trying to see if we could come up with a platform where we are able to communicate and share information. So we sort of didn't have a good momentum in 2015. So the idea sort of went sort of like in hibernation. But the main reason that I think we sort of like tried to come up with this was of course the challenges mm -hmm. of funerals happening and did not knowing what to do, putting up this GoFundMe account. And then at the same time, we're trying to see how we can leverage our numbers and be able to uh, coordinate ourselves. So fast forward in 2018, when we oh. had the leadership, new leadership in Illinois under President Blair Siajunza and also President Bela Siangonia in Georgia. So we sort of revisited this, I brought this issue up, and then I think with the new leaders, we sort of had a good momentum, and then that's how Zanus sort of like kicked off. Okay, excellent. So do you've given some figures about 2015 and I think 2016 about how many Zambians died do we have or do we know an estimate of how many Zambians actually live in the U.S. now? Yeah, I think, yes, we sort of have a general idea because I attended the OZA event in 2017 when it was held up here in Illinois, which is just our neighboring state. 
So mm-hmm. I, I had a chat with the then acting ambassador and the first, uh, is it the second, first secretary? But the one, yeah, I think it's the first secretary. That's what they call her. So she told me that according to the embassy, there are two types of Zambians. So there are mm-hmm. Zambians who come from, from Zambia, of course, like getting through the embassy, the visas and all that stuff. And there are Zambians who are born here, like some of us have children. So those are sort of Zambians who fall into a different category. But according to the numbers, estimates range from over 10,000 Zambians. And these are Zambians coming from Zambia through the embassy and coming to to the country. But when we look into uh, Zambians who are born here from Zambian parents, then I think the number is... uh, yeah, I think we could reach or close to 15,000, but I think estimates from the embassy, I was told last time, it was over 10,000. Okay, that's, that's, that's a good estimate right there, although some people sort of put it on a higher side, and um, this is a very small community, so to speak, and this is a noble cause. Um, one of the things I notice on your website, uh, everybody who's listening, if you want to look at uh, more details of what uh, ZNUS is about, the website is www.zanus.org. <clears throat> you say, let me just read this. Uh-huh. Something... Um, I, I, I'm looking at this statement, okay? The, the Zambian Association of the United States is the official non-partisan and non-religious organi- organizing and networking entity for presidents of Zambian associations. The reason I'm reading that to you, Noah, is that everyone or every organization claims to be non-partisan or religious as when they begin. But as they mm-hmm. continue, partisan characteristics begin to show. Uh, how will you guard against this? And you know, partisanship is something that really is very strong in the Zambian community. People are just as embedded their feet into their political affiliation. So how are you going to guard against that? Yeah, th- thank you for the question. Yeah, so uh, like we, we know religion is it's a personal conviction and just like when you show up, uh, I mean, if you're a Christian, they usually mm-hmm. say you have to have a personal relationship with God or Jesus. So since religion is a personal conviction, we thought it wise not to sort of impose it on people. Just like I think in the U.S. Constitution, the Constitution does not promote or prevent people from practicing whatever religion they so please. So I think when it comes to Zanos, what we are shooting for is to uh, remove these uh, items that usually get people all fired up because I'm aware of in some states there there is a PF faction right here in the US. There is a PF faction and then there is a UPND faction. So I want to mention yeah. the state. But the, the problem is when what we, it's not possible to say for sure that we we have a fireproof solution to this, but what we are encouraging, just like we have a WhatsApp group for internal communication here in the state of Indiana, and from time to time people post 
scriptures and things like that. So I stood up and told everybody that in as much as we may have, the majority of us are Christians, but there mm-hmm. may be one or two. I'm aware of two people who are Muslims, and there's one who claims to be a Buddhist. So like I say, since religion is a personal conviction, we do not want to sort of have the uh, pushing one religion over the other. So we'll try our mm-hmm. best to uh, dissuade people from posting religious scriptures, and we are doing a good job about that. So we have even thought of starting a different platform where people can just communicate or post scripture and all religious matters. But this is a very sensitive topic because, of course, our people by nature being more like, since black people by nature are more spiritual, so Mm -hmm. it sort of creates a a conflict because it's telling people not to be who they are, especially when you look at our women. Our women especially, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. By nature, most black women tend to be more spiritual, especially when they are going through some sort of situation. You'll find them there on Facebook, they'll be posting scripture, they'll be quoting here, left, right, center. Especially for some single women, they tend to do that. So what they do Mm. subconsciously without them realizing is that they resort to their natural state. And the natural state for a black woman is to be spiritual. So I don't want to I mean, spend so much time on that, but we are trying our best. We are encouraging people not to, to keep religion to themselves. And I think we'll, we'll take it on a day-by-day day basis, but I think we'll, we'll, we'll try to encourage people, at least since it's a personal conviction, we don't want to know about your, your religious uh, affiliation. And I think we'll, we'll, we'll just leave it at that for now. <laughs> okay. I, I like your, you've dealt much on the, on the religious component. You haven't addressed the partisan part, but let, let, me, let me push the religious aspect a little bit more. So you are telling me that you guys, when I say you guys, I mean your organization, Zanus, when you hold an event, a public event, you are not going to call anybody to open a prayer. Is that my understanding? <laughs> no, 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 actually, no, that's not true. Yeah, so we usually, because I think for the Zanus, I'm not aware of anyone who is practicing anything other than Christianity. Actually, when we mm-hmm. have our meetings, we usually open out in prayer, unless, because I think the the gentlemen who prayed even last time, they will usually say, is there anyone who is opposed? To prayer and then of course silence gives the mandate to proceed mm-hmm. but yeah so we acknowledge the existence and of the almighty God but we don't want to take the proactive approach to promote religion because that may mm-hmm. sort of dissuade people who may um, who do not subscribe to Christianity but when we have events yeah when we have events of course we open up in prayer and we leave it at that. Just I think even the U.S. Congress, they open out in prayer, but that does not mean that they promote. They, I think if people who are opposed, they may step out and things like that. But, yeah, we, we are Christians. We just don't want to take a, a very proactive approach into, I mean, uh, promoting Christianity. Okay. Um, 
uh, on this issue, uh, this is interesting. I, I like the way you're responding to this. Um, you, you, you are when you come to the partisan component, you you said you didn't want to mention the the, the associations where there are challenges of part, partisanship. But I'll go ahead and do it. It's me saying it, not you. I just want you to respond to this. Uh, we, you see, in in the community, any community, you have situations where uh, certain people clicks when they are doing something. Certain people will not participate. Uh, there are two associations in New York. I don't know which one it is. I think the one called Zambian Family New York. Uh, there are some accusations or elements of saying this is PF infiltrated, and certain people don't participate or or take part in whatever is going on. That's number one. Number two. The Zambian Association in Dallas, where I am, uh, some people have accused the leadership of being UPND inclined, so certain people do not participate. How are you are, first of all, are you aware of those situations, and how are you addressing the situations? Yeah, th- thank you again for the question. Yeah, the issue of partisan, uh, see, it's more it's back to the same thing when people go in to cast their vote they usually uh-huh. go in independently and alone so that at least nobody knows which party they are voting for so it's uh-huh. the same thing like when one has a personal relationship with Christ, we may not know whether they are saved or they're just pretending so i think at the end of life judgment people, I think they will stand before God and they will be answerable. And they are judged independently and alone. So this is why I think there is that uh, edge or push that people need to have a personal conviction. So when it comes to politics, of course we have the PF camp in our midst. We have the UPND camp. Just like in the US, we have the Democrats. And there are people who are very pissed off with Trump, and there are people who regard Trump to be the savior. So the Democrats Mm. have their position and their objections. The Republicans have also their positions and their objections. So there will never be a time when there will be 100% in unison when it comes to anything, just like even Jesus when he was around during his days. He may have done everything right, and I think according to the biblical scriptures, it indicates that he did not commit any sin. But according to the laws of the land, he was found guilty and sentenced to to die on the cross. So the point is, there would never be a time when people will be happy with one party, either it's the PF or it's the UPND. So this is why we do not encourage our membership and our respective leaders in the state to push for or promote one party over the other. So when it comes to states where there is noticeable activity of some friction, that is a challenge, but I think the simple answer to this is love conquers all. People may uh-huh. support the PF, people may support the UPND or whichever party is out there. At the end of the day, we are all Zambians working to better our lives in the U.S. We are all here 
I think for almost the same reasons. So I think we have to look for things that sort of bond us together and, That's right. and focus on things that will unite us. And of course, like I say, they are, they, you, you, you can, if you are looking for something wrong in someone or something, you will definitely find it. So this is why the focus for our platform is to connect, is to encourage Zambians to work as one and to see the good in, in our people. We don't want to focus on some of the things that may not really be, I mean, where we have some contention. So if you look at our mission, it says, we, the news seeks to unite our members in, in the bonds of common heritage, collective aspiration, mm-hmm. and mutual understanding of the challenges specific to our communities. Somebody may be PF, or somebody may be UPND, or somebody may be a Democrat, somebody may be a Republican, but they still face the same challenges that either a PF person faces or a UPND faces. So this is why we say we are going to look beyond our differences and we we'll look to uh, things that bound us together and above all, just like the good book puts it, love mm-hmm. conquers all and we are, I think, uh, pushing for love and unity and just for, for, for Zambians to work as one. Excellent, excellent. I like the part where you say when you're looking for something wrong in somebody, you'll find it. I always tell people that. Greetings <laughs> to Zambia Doctor Radio. Our guest is Noah Njovu. He's the president of the Zambian Associations Network of the United States. You, my guys, my friends who have called in, if you have a question for Noah, press 1 so that I can see on the switchboard. Matilda, you have anything for now? Sorry, I had myself muted. Good morning, Noah. Thank you for joining us on Zambia Block Talk Radio. Good morning. I'm I'm encouraged uh, with what I have heard today and um, continue with with the good work that you're doing. So I think Nathan has already asked some of the questions I had wanted to to ask you, but I want to uh, circle back to uh, the question on um, the statistics on how many Zambians are here. Uh, what are the group of um, association leaders doing about getting an accurate number? Or what has been the response from the people in the associations when they are asked to uh, register themselves? I bring this up because we had tried to help the embassy in the past uh, to see how many, you know, encourage people to register with the embassy. And the feedback at that time was not very positive. By the time we were having the OZA convention, I think it worked a little bit better because those who had attended were able to register themselves. But I'd like to know your experience from the association's perspective. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Matilda, for, for that question. Yeah, so I think, like I indicated earlier, we may have more than 10,000 Zambians and we could even go into the 20,000. But as for Zanus, what we have done, I think sometime last year in the, I think it must have been around March or April last year, we put out a, a, a need survey 
So this was a survey which was put together by the leadership again for those who, who, who may just have joined the call. Zanus consists of the presidents from the respective states. So we have the these are the leaders, these are the people who are chosen or people who are appointed to represent the association in the respective states. So we had the, the President Bela in Georgia and President uh, Wendia, Charles Wendia from the state of Florida. These two, I think, even with the help from President Siajunza from Illinois, they came up with a needs assessment survey. So this survey had, I think, if I, uh, I may be mistaken, but I think we had close to 25 to 20 to 25 questions. And these questions, we sort of worked them, I mean, as a group, and we sent out the survey in each state, the state that we have some sort of membership on, on, on our forum. So one of the questions was to ask how many people are out there and what type of a career, I mean, activities that they're engaged in, they're engaging the demographics. So we, we had a good response, and of course, uh, that gave us sort of like an idea what challenges, what problems, what concerns, what issues the people have. So we sort of picked up from the, I mean, the responses from the survey and gave us a general outline of what we need to focus on. And some of the main areas of concern, of course, was the funeral insurance, we're trying to promote uh, mm-hmm. life, I mean, having final expenses, life insurance, and we noted from the survey that there were people, I mean, most of our people, uh, I mean, this differs by state, so I think I can speak more for, for the state of Indiana, because for the state of Indiana, a number of our people have gone to school compared to other states, and some of the challenges that our people have in, in Indiana are different from other states because I think in Indiana, we don't really have an immigration problem because there was a question, uh, people to rank either it's immigration, either it's life insurance, whether it's education or housing, and just to rank the top five concerns. So I think in Indiana, immigration was not one of the major issues that our people are concerned about. But in other states, they were concerned about immigration issues. In other states, mm-hmm. they were concerned about um, housing. Like there are people who wanted to know how they can go about uh, buying a house for the first time and things like that. So the survey was a very good <coughs> gauge to figure out how, I mean, what type of needs and challenges that our people are having. But when it comes mm-hmm. to the numbers of people that we are we have, it varies, okay. and I think the, the the survey is still out there. And I think the the presidents, I think even for Atlanta and everybody else, they compiled their own reports. So those are things that I think we can provide more information at the later stage. But yeah, we have a good sense of how many people are out there and the challenges that they're facing. Okay. Uh, just on that, I want us to make a follow-up there and get a comment from Bill. Okay, I recognize Bella here. He's, uh, he's Atlanta president. 
I don't know which other association presidents have called in. I don't know. Area code 336. Good morning. Um, I'm trying to establish how many association presidents we have here. Six, I zero, think that's Masheke. Oh, this is that Aka. That must be Aka. Aka. 8369. Okay. What about six zero eight? I'm listening in. I'm li- I'm in another meeting, but I'm listening in. Okay, thank you, Aka. I understand. Okay, uh it's okay. I'm trying to just understand and establish things here. Uh Bela, just a comment from you here based on what no one said. Uh, what what is uh, what do you call it? You see, what you have said no one is I wanted to say this to you. We can do this in a formal way. We actually want to have a segment and a time frame allocated to to this leadership at our tenth anniversary celebration where we can where we can have I don't know how many association presidents we can get to attend and come to Dallas in September, where we can talk about these things. Since the ambassador will be there and then sort of engage get get deep into issues that affect our communities and see how and where we can move from there so that we include these things in the in the policy or document that we are going to prepare. Bella, very quickly, I don't know what challenges does the Atlanta community face. Uh, I think the biggest challenge we face in Atlanta is the issue of life insurance. Uh, every uh-huh. time we bring it up, people seem to be uninterested in talking about it. And unfortunately, when a funeral does happen and there's a need to fundraise, that's when uh-huh. like people realize life insurance is needed, but then people seem to be quickly forget after the fact. Mm. And then we're also experiencing the challenge that people are just tired of the GoFundMe for funerals. So it's becoming harder and harder to raise funds uh, for funerals. So there's a need for a lasting solution to this issue. Because we yes, all realize GoFundMe is not sustainable for that one, the community. Yes, there is. Yeah, Madison Insurance is going to be at our business conference in September and we want to engage them and address. That's what I'm saying. It would be good if uh, some representatives from these organizations, you know, Abela can come. We're going to have Madison at our event. I'm trying to, we need to resolve this and get to a point of, uh, I'll try not to use certain language. Thank you for telling me. At times I don't sound like a reverend, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, let me allow, uh, what's his name, Cletus in New York. Hey, Cletus, you had a question or comment? Oh, before Cletus comes in, Matilda, you wanted to comment something? Well, I just wanted to take advantage of being uh, having the presidents on the line just to invite everyone to attend the OZA convention in Atlanta, May 4th. Details are on okay. Facebook. Thank you. Uh, uh, Cletus, go ahead. Oh, yes. Um, I would like to ask um, uh, President Sinzovo how they coordinate with uh, other existing uh, entities like the OZA, the Zambians, promoting leadership in America, the SOZA, the Zambia Block Talk Radio, and all those that have been existing for a long time. And uh, when it comes to the, the Zambian population, I think um 
it's very hard for anybody to figure out how many Zambians are in America right now. And I hear a lot of people throw figures around. As Matilda rightly said, we addressed that question with the embassy that what they needed was a census. And a census costs a lot of money. And people can do small sniped surveys or online surveys. They don't even capture like 5% of the people, you know. That's mm-hmm. how hard it is, you know. Um, the Deju population and, the, you know, the de facto for the immigrants is, is also a very tricky uh, demographic to capture. So it will need experts, it will need money, and it will need time. So I don't know how the president will look looking at, uh, at that aspect. Noah? Yeah, thank you for 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 that. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I agree with you. It's it's a challenge to figure out exactly how many people out there, and when it comes to coordination with the other entities or organizations, so we are our our platform was actually just introduced sometime last year, and we are actually having to be launched our our group. Will be heading to also Dallas, Texas. It appears Dallas seems to, it, it, it's a it's a huge magnet for these big events. So we'll be <laughs> if I can just pitch a little bit for our our group. So our launch will actually be done in Dallas, Texas, which is on May the 18th. So we are just putting ourselves out there, and we have our media director, who is the association president for the state of Illinois. And Mr. Mm-hmm. Who is Mr. Blair Sia Jonesa? The he's the gentleman who is uh, sort of reaching out and working to promote other organizations. But so far, like today, of course, we we uh, we we are working hand in hand with the Zambia Block Talk Radio. Like myself, being on this show, we we extend our hands, both hands, to work with anyone who is willing, and we just want to. Uh, be part of the bigger picture of making our community great. So when mm. it comes to established uh, partnerships, I think we are we are very much open to anything that's out there. So we have so far been. I think the, also the, the, our president in Georgia works hand in hand with the Zambian leadership group, and of course mm. we'll be traveling to. Uh, Georgia for the independence celebration which they are putting together and we also uh, pitched for all the association leaders to forego promoting their association uh, events on October the 19th so that at least we could all be out there in Georgia with the Zambian leadership group. And as for OZA, I myself even attended the OZA event which was uh, up here, our neighboring state the previous year. And last year, it's just that I had some work uh, engagement. I couldn't travel to, to to Florida. So we are doing everything possible to work with uh, other um, organizations out there. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that has happened as before I allow my friend from Canada to come in. Noah, you know the Zambian clergy network too? No, I, actually, I wasn't aware of that till now. No, okay, that's fine. I'll tell you about it after the show. I think Bella should know. Bella is in trouble for not telling you. 
let's go to Canada. Ah, yes, sir, Nathan. Uh, thank you, uh, Noah. It's been a while, actually, Nathan. Thank, thank you, tell you where he has been. We... Yeah, <laughs> I know. I didn't want to put yeah, him on the spot been. on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to uh, follow up uh, on Kreta's question uh, on the difficulty of finding where Zambians are. Uh, here in Alberta, where I am, and most of the people, I think those who are in Florida, those who are in New York, in my view, it is just a question of a little bit of resources and money. We can find our people. Uh, each one of us, if we divided Canada per province, we can find our people. But I think um, the, 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 w- w- what I like, what is happening, Oza, Zan, and, and everybody, I think we are all pointing to one thing. We really want to come back. Really? But there is, just, uh, there is just one thing which we, I don't know what we are missing, what is the missing puzzle, but we'll get it. That's my feeling. Uh, mm-hmm. So everyone who is who is doing something, other again, uh, uh, like our friends Nathan, who are doing stuff ourselves on ZBTR. Uh, I think we are coming together. The puzzle is coming together. Yes, it is. It is. This is a good thing, and uh, we commend our association leaders for doing what they have done. Uh, before we end my discussion with Noah, I just want to mention everybody that Noah is an author. Actually, he's, he's written a book. Let's 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 commend Noah here and uh, try to find out. Noah, you've written a book uh, entitled Sums of Noah. What's that? What's that about? Tell us about that. Sums of Noah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- th- thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I used to do poetry way back in the late nineties. So the mm-hmm. the book that. The the book that I put out there it's a it's an anthology a collection of my poet poems that I've done over time and then these are Christian inspirational uplifting poems so it's a it's a book that consists of some Christian material the poems which were done back in the Late 90s, like 98, 99, 2005. So I just compiled them in in a book, and the book has been out there. Actually, it came out this month. It you can have access to it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. and also on Exlibris. Those are the I mean the publishing company. Excellent, excellent. Okay. So uh, uh, it's just a compilation of uh, materials. That's have you. Is there anything specific that you may want to point out in the book? No, I think I encourage. I'll be very happy. I mean, if people can, of course. I mean, it's it's always a, a a humbling experience knowing that you can put your works of thought on paper mm. and put it out there for people to see. So those, I think, our segment of population, especially in in our most Africans. They are very mm-hmm. much moved with religion and Christianity. So I thought to contribute to some of wisdom that is out there by transcribing my thoughts in writing and just mm-hmm. see how we can help to uplift the, the... I mean, people go through all kinds of challenges and situations and all that. So what I did was just to 
write something that to maybe inspire some people and like again like again these are just poems i have other things in the work that will be published like there's a theory that i'm working on but i don't want to oh. get much into that but yeah so i've been a published writer for some time and i I, I write a lot of poems yeah and then That's i'm good. working Everything. on a book Excellent. So let's buy the book. Let's buy the book and support Noah. We are now a coordinated community. You have no excuse. Okay. This year, you have to really tighten, spread up, put your budget together. Bella, everybody, Dr. Monsanje. Because we have Rosa Convention in May. We have the Zambian Cultural Event, May 18th in Dallas, where the Zambian Association presidents will be. Dallas is the place to go. We have the Zambia Block Talk Radio 10th anniversary in September 13th to 14th. Please register zbtr.org. Um, the early bed registration ends on 31st March. Then we have the Zambian Big Independence Celebration in Atlanta, October 19th. Is that right? So you all need to get together. In closing, I'm going to play a song by Chileshe Bwalia. Chileshe Bwalia is coming to the U.S. on tour with Ephraim. They will be in Dallas on April 27th. Uh, if you need any tickets to that event, it's just $10, so do get in touch with me, and then we shall uh, move from there. Noah, thank you so much. No, th- thank you for having me. Yes, we look forward to ZBTR as your platform. Whenever you want to do or say something, and Mr. President for Illinois is actually supposed to be my relative, even if he doesn't call me, that's fine. Um, this is your platform, like Roger said, and uh, let us ask the question in your coordination with other organizations. ZBTR is a community platform. If you want any information disseminated, just get in touch with us. Dr. Monsanje, good morning. We have about two and a half minutes here. Could you just give me a sentence about Daniel? How is our Wapula brother doing there? Uh, Daniel, the, the uh, liver transplant was uh, done very well, and it was a, a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he has not yet uh, Completely waking up, uh, he's kind of still sedated. That is the I was actually told that he hasn't slept properly for two months. That's 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 that will take a toll on the body. I think the body is going to come up and say, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it, as we all, under, all understand, this was a very complicated um, uh, surgery. It will take time for everything to come back to normal. To normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, all we That's can fine. do is, uh, on our part, is to pray for everything to uh, complete. It will be fine. Thank you, Dr. Musange. Everybody, thanks for joining us today. Uh, let's go back in for open forum. Chileshe Bwalia will be in Dallas April 27 with Ephraim.